0: Isaiah chapter 17 This is the burden against Damascus. Behold, Damascus is no longer a city. It has become a heap of ruins. The cities of Aror are forsaken. They will be left to the flocks, which will lie down with no one to fear. The fortress will disappear from Ephraim, and the sovereignty from Damascus. The remnant of Aram will be like the splendor of the Israelites, declares the Lord of hosts. In that day the splendor of Jacob will fade, and the fat of his body will waste away, as the reaper gathers the standing grain and harvests the ears with his arm, as one gleans heads of grain in the valley of Rephaim. Yet gleanings will remain, like an olive tree that has been beaten, two or three berries atop the tree, four or five on its fruitful branches, declares the Lord, the God of Israel. In that day men will look to their Maker and turn their eyes to the Holy One of Israel. They will not look to the altars they have fashioned with their hands or to the asherahs and incense altars they have made with their fingers. In that day their strong cities will be like forsaken thickets and summits, abandoned to the Israelites and to utter desolation. For you have forgotten the God of your salvation and failed to remember the rock of your refuge. Therefore, though you cultivate delightful plots and set out cuttings from exotic vines, though on the day you plant you make them grow and on that morning you help your seeds sprout. Yet the harvest will vanish On the day of disease and incurable pain. Alas, the tumult of many peoples, They rage like the roaring seas and clamoring nations. They rumble like the crashing of mighty waters. The nations rage like the rush of many waters. He rebukes them and they flee far away, Driven before the wind like chaff on the hills, Like tumbleweeds before a gale. In the evening there is sudden terror, Before morning they are no more. This is the portion of those who loot us and the lot of those who plunder us. Chapter 18 Woe to the land of whirring wings along the rivers of Cush, which sends couriers by sea in papyrus vessels on the waters. Go, swift messengers, to a people tall and smooth-skinned, to a people widely feared, to a powerful nation of strange speech, whose land is divided by rivers. All you people of the world and dwellers of the earth, when a banner is raised on the mountains, you will see it. When a ram's horn sounds, you will hear it. For this is what the Lord has told me, I will quietly look on from my dwelling place, like shimmering heat in the sunshine, like a cloud of dew in the heat of harvest. For before the harvest, when the blossom is gone and the flower becomes a ripening grape, he will cut off the shoots with a pruning knife and remove and discard the branches. They will all be left to the mountain birds of prey and to the beasts of the land. The birds will feed on them in summer, and all the wild animals in winter. At that time gifts will be brought to the Lord of hosts, from a people tall and smooth-skinned, from a people widely feared, from a powerful nation of strange speech, whose land is divided by rivers, to Mount Zion, the place of the name of the Lord of hosts. Chapter 19 This is the burden against Egypt. Behold, the Lord rides on a swift cloud. He is coming to Egypt. The idols of Egypt will tremble before him, and the hearts of the Egyptians will melt within them. So I will incite Egyptian against Egyptian. Brother will fight against brother, neighbor against neighbor, city against city, and kingdom against kingdom. Then the spirit of the Egyptians will be emptied out from among them, and I will frustrate their plans, so that they will resort to idols and spirits of the dead, to mediums and spiritists. I will deliver the Egyptians into the hands of harsh masters, and a fierce king will rule over them, declares the Lord God of hosts. The waters of the Nile will dry up, and the riverbed will be parched and empty. The canals will stink, the streams of Egypt will trickle and dry up, the reeds and rushes will wither. The bulrushes by the Nile, by the mouth of the river, and all the fields sown along the Nile will wither, blow away, and be no more. Then the fishermen will mourn, all who cast a hook into the Nile will lament, and those who spread nets on the waters will pine away. The workers in flax will be dismayed, and the weavers of fine linen will turn pale. The workers in cloth will be dejected, and all the hired workers will be sick at heart. The princes of Zoan, are mere fools. Pharaoh's wise counselors give senseless advice. How can you say to Pharaoh, I am one of the wise, a son of eastern kings? Where are your wise men now? Let them tell you and reveal what the Lord of hosts has planned against Egypt. The princes of Zoan have become fools. The princes of Memphis are deceived. The cornerstones of their tribes have led Egypt astray. The Lord has poured into her a spirit of confusion. Egypt has been led astray in all she does, as a drunkard staggers through his own vomit. There's nothing Egypt can do, head or tail, palm or reed. In that day the Egyptians will be like women. They will tremble with fear beneath the uplifted hand of the Lord of hosts when he brandishes it against them. The land of Judah will bring terror to Egypt. Whenever Judah is mentioned, Egypt will tremble over what the Lord of hosts has planned against it. In that day, five cities in the land of Egypt will speak the language of Canaan and swear allegiance to the Lord of hosts. One of them will be called the City of the Sun. In that day, there will be an altar to the Lord in the center of the land of Egypt and a pillar to the Lord near her border. It will be a sign and a witness to the Lord of hosts in the land of Egypt. When they cry out to the Lord because of their oppressors, he will send them a savior and defender to rescue them. The Lord will make himself known to Egypt, and on that day, Egypt will acknowledge the Lord. They will worship with sacrifices and offerings. They will make vows to the Lord and fulfill them. And the Lord will strike Egypt with a plague. He will strike them, but heal them. They will turn to the Lord, and he will hear their prayers and heal them. In that day, there will be a highway from Egypt to Assyria. The Assyrians will go to Egypt and the Egyptians to Assyria the Egyptians and Assyrians will worship together. In that day Israel will join a three-party alliance with Egypt and Assyria, a blessing upon the earth. The Lord of hosts will bless them, saying, Blessed be Egypt, my people, Assyria, my handiwork, and Israel, my inheritance. Chapter 20 Before the year that the chief commander, sent by Sargon king of Assyria, came to Ashdod and attacked and captured it, The Lord had already spoken through Isaiah, son of Amoz, saying, Go, remove the sackcloth from your waist and the sandals from your feet. And Isaiah did so, walking around naked and barefoot. Then the Lord said, Just as my servant Isaiah has gone naked and barefoot for three years, as a sign and omen against Egypt and Cush, so the king of Assyria will lead away the captives of Egypt and the exiles of Cush, young and old alike, naked and barefoot with bared buttocks, to Egypt's shame. Those who made Cush their hope and Egypt their boast will be dismayed and ashamed. And on that day the dwellers of this coastland will say, See what has happened to our source of hope, those to whom we fled for help and deliverance from the king of Assyria. How then can we escape? Chapter 21 This is the burden against the desert by the sea. Like whirlwinds sweeping through the Negev, an invader comes from the desert, from a land of terror. A dire vision is declared to me. The traitor still betrays, and the destroyer still destroys. Go up, O Elam, lay siege, O Medea. I will put an end to all her groaning. Therefore my body is filled with anguish. Pain grips me like the pains of a woman in labor. I am bewildered to hear. I am dismayed to see. My heart falters. Fear makes me tremble. The twilight of my desire is turned to horror. They prepare a table. They lay out a carpet. They eat. They drink. Rise up, O princes. Oil the shields. For this is what the Lord says to me. Go, post a lookout, and have him report what he sees. When he sees chariots with teams of horsemen, riders on donkeys, riders on camels, he must be alert, fully alert. Then the lookout shouted, Day after day, my lord, I stand on the watchtower. Night after night, I stay at my post. Look, here come the riders, horsemen in pairs. And one answered, saying, Fallen, fallen is Babylon. All the images of her gods lie shattered on the ground. Oh, my people, crushed on the threshing floor, I tell you what I've heard from the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel. This is the burden against Duma. One calls to me from Seir, Watchman, what is left of the night? Watchman, what is left of the night? The watchman replies, Morning has come, but also the night. If you would inquire, then inquire. Come back yet again. This is the burden against Arabia. In the thickets of Arabia you must lodge, O caravans of Dedanites. Bring water for the thirsty, O dwellers of Tima. Meet the refugees with food, for they flee from the sword, the sword that is drawn from the bow that is bent, and from the stress of battle. For this is what the Lord says to me. Within one year, as a hired worker would count it, all the glory of Kedar will be gone. The remaining archers, the warriors of Kedar, will be few. For the Lord, the God of Israel, has spoken. Chapter 22 This is the burden against the valley of vision. What ails you now, that you have all gone up to the rooftops, O city of commotion, O town of revelry, your slain did not die by the sword, nor were they killed in battle. All your rulers have fled together, captured without a bow. All your fugitives were captured together, having fled to a distant place. Therefore I said, Turn away from me, let me weep bitterly. Do not try to console me over the destruction of the daughter of my people. For the Lord God of hosts has set a day of tumult and trampling and confusion in the battle of vision of breaking down the walls and crying to the mountains. Elam takes up a quiver with chariots and horsemen, and Ker uncovers the shield. Your choicest valleys are full of chariots, and horsemen are posted at the gates. He has uncovered the defenses of Judah. On that day, you looked to the weapons in the house of the forest. You saw that there were many breaches in the walls of the city of David. You collected water from the lower pool. You counted the houses of Jerusalem and tore them down to strengthen the wall. You built a reservoir between the walls for the waters of the ancient pool, but you did not look to the one who made it, or consider him who planned it long ago. On that day the Lord God of hosts called for weeping and wailing, for shaven heads and the wearing of sackcloth. But look, there is joy and gladness, butchering of cattle and slaughtering of sheep, eating of meat and drinking of wine. Let us eat and drink, for tomorrow we die. The Lord of hosts has revealed in my hearing. Until your dying day, this sin of yours will never be atoned for, says the Lord God of hosts. This is what the Lord God of hosts says. Go, say to Shebna, the steward in charge of the palace, What are you doing here? And who authorized you to carve out a tomb for yourself here, to chisel your tomb in the height and cut your resting place in the rock? Look, O mighty man! The Lord is about to shake you violently. He will take hold of you, roll you into a ball, and sling you into a wide land. There you will die, and there your glorious chariots will remain, a disgrace to the house of your master. I will remove you from office, and you will be ousted from your position. On that day I will summon my servant Eliakim, son of Hilkiah. I will clothe him with your robe and tie your sash around him. I will put your authority in his hand, and he will be a father to the dwellers of Jerusalem, and to the house of Judah. I will place on his shoulder the key to the house of David. What he opens, no one can shut, and what he shuts, no one can open. I will drive him like a peg into a firm place, and he will be a throne of glory for the house of his father. So they will hang on him the whole burden of his father's house, the descendants and the offshoots, all the lesser vessels, From bowls to every kind of jar. In that day, declares the Lord of hosts, the peg driven into a firm place will give way. It will be sheared off and fall, and the load upon it will be cut down. Indeed, the Lord has spoken. Chapter 23 This is the burden against Tyre. Wail, O ships of Tarshish, for Tyre is laid waste, without house or harbor. Word has reached them from the land of Cyprus. Be silent, O dwellers of the coastland, you merchants of Sidon, whose traders have crossed the sea. On the great waters came the grain of Shihor. The harvest of the Nile was the revenue of Tyre. She was the merchant of the nations. Be ashamed, O Sidon, the stronghold of the sea, for the sea has spoken. I have not been in labor or given birth. I have not raised young men or brought up young women. When the report reaches Egypt, they will writhe in agony over the news of Tyre. Cross over to Tarshish. Wail, O inhabitants of the coastland. Is this your jubilant city, whose origin is from antiquity, whose feet have taken her to settle far away? Who planned this against Tyre, the bestower of crowns, whose traders are princes, whose merchants are renowned on the earth? The Lord of hosts planned it, to defile all its glorious beauty to disgrace all the renown of the earth. Cultivate your land like the Nile, O daughter of Tarshish. There is no longer a harbor. The Lord has stretched out his hand over the sea. He has made kingdoms tremble. He has given a command that the strongholds of Canaan be destroyed. He said, You shall rejoice no more, O oppressed virgin daughter of Sidon. Get up and cross over to Cyprus. Even there you will find no rest." Look at the land of the Chaldeans, a people now of no account. The Assyrians destined it for the desert creatures. They set up their siege towers and stripped its palaces. They brought it to ruin. Wail, O ships of Tarshish, for your harbor has been destroyed. At that time Tyre will be forgotten for seventy years, the span of a king's life. But at the end of seventy years it will happen to Tyre as in the Song of the Harlot. Take up your harp, stroll through the city, O forgotten harlot. Make sweet melody, sing many a song, so you will be remembered. And at the end of seventy years the Lord will restore Tyre. Then she will return to hire as a prostitute and sell herself to all the kingdoms on the face of the earth. Yet her profits and wages will be set apart to the Lord. They will not be stored or saved, for her profit will go to those who live before the Lord. For abundant food and fine clothing, chapter 24. Behold, the Lord lays waste the earth and leaves it in ruins. He will twist its surface and scatter its inhabitants, people and priests alike, servant and master, maid and mistress, buyer and seller, lender and borrower, creditor and debtor. The earth will be utterly laid waste and thoroughly plundered, for the Lord has spoken this word. The earth mourns and withers, The world languishes and fades. The exalted of the earth waste away. The earth is defiled by its people. They have transgressed the laws. They have overstepped the decrees and broken the everlasting covenant. Therefore a curse has consumed the earth, and its inhabitants must bear the guilt. The earth's dwellers have been burned, and only a few survive. The new wine dries up, the vine withers. All the merrymakers now groan. The joyful tambourines have ceased. The noise of revelers has stopped. The joyful harp is silent. They no longer sing and drink wine. Strong drink is bitter to those who consume it. The city of chaos is shattered. Every house is closed to entry. In the streets they cry out for wine. All joy turns to gloom. Rejoicing is exiled from the land. The city is left in ruins. Its gate is reduced to rubble. So will it be on the earth and among the nations, like a harvested olive tree, like a gleaning after a grape harvest. They raise their voices, they shout for joy, from the west they proclaim the majesty of the Lord. Therefore glorify the Lord in the east, extol the name of the Lord, the God of Israel in the islands of the sea. From the ends of the earth we hear singing, Glory to the righteous one. But I said, I am wasting away. I am wasting away, woe is me. The treacherous betray, the treacherous deal and treachery. Terror and pit and snare await you, O dweller of the earth. Whoever flees the sound of panic will fall into the pit, and whoever climbs from the pit will be caught in the snare. For the windows of heaven are open, and the foundations of the earth are shaken. The earth is utterly broken apart, the earth is split open, the earth is shaken violently. The earth staggers like a drunkard and sways like a shack. Earth's rebellion weighs it down and it falls, never to rise again. In that day the Lord will punish the hosts of heaven above and the kings of the earth below. They will be gathered together like prisoners in a pit. They will be confined to a dungeon and punished after many days. The moon will be confounded and the sun will be ashamed. For the Lord of hosts will reign on Mount Zion and in Jerusalem and before his elders with great glory. Chapter 25 O Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you. I will praise your name, for you have worked wonders, plans formed long ago in perfect faithfulness. Indeed, you have made the city a heap of rubble, the fortified town a ruin. The fortress of strangers is a city no more. It will never be rebuilt. Therefore, a strong people will honor you, The cities of ruthless nations will revere you, for you have been a refuge for the poor, a stronghold for the needy in distress, a refuge from the storm, a shade from the heat. For the breath of the ruthless is like rain against a wall, like heat in a dry land. You subdue the uproar of foreigners. As the shade of a cloud cools the heat, so the song of the ruthless is silenced." On this mountain the Lord of hosts will prepare a banquet for all the peoples, a feast of aged wine, of choice meat, of finely aged wine. On this mountain he will swallow up the shroud that enfolds all peoples, the sheet that covers all nations. He will swallow up death forever. The Lord God will wipe away the tears from every face and remove the disgrace of his people from the whole earth. For the Lord has spoken. And in that day it will be said, Surely this is our God. We have waited for him, and he has saved us. This is the Lord for whom we have waited. Let us rejoice and be glad in his salvation. For the hand of the Lord will rest on this mountain, but Moab will be trampled in his place, as straw is trodden into the dung pile. He will spread out his hands within it, as a swimmer spreads his arms to swim. His pride will be brought low despite the skill of his hands. The high-walled fortress will be brought down, cast to the ground, into the dust. Chapter 26 In that day this song will be sung in the land of Judah. We have a strong city. Salvation is established as its walls and ramparts. Open the gates so a righteous nation may enter, one that remains faithful. You will keep in perfect peace the steadfast of mind, because he trusts in you trust in the Lord forever, because God the Lord is the rock eternal. For he has humbled those who dwell on high. He lays the lofty city low. He brings it down to the ground. He casts it into the dust. Feet trample it down, the feet of the oppressed, the steps of the poor. The path of the righteous is level. You clear a straight path for the upright. Yes, we wait for you, O Lord. We walk in the path of your judgments. Your name and renown are the desire of our souls. My soul longs for you in the night. Indeed, my spirit seeks you at dawn. For when your judgments come upon the earth, the people of the world learn righteousness. Though grace is shown to the wicked man, he does not learn righteousness. In the land of righteousness, he acts unjustly and fails to see the majesty of the Lord. O Lord, your hand is upraised, but they do not see it. They will see your zeal for your people and be put to shame. The fire set for your enemies will consume them. O Lord, you will establish peace for us. For all that we have accomplished, you have done for us. O Lord our God, other lords besides you have had dominion, but your name alone do we confess. The dead will not live. The departed spirits will not rise. Therefore you have punished and destroyed them. You have wiped out all memory of them. You have enlarged the nation, O Lord. You have enlarged the nation. You have gained glory for yourself. You have extended all the borders of the land. O Lord, they sought you in their distress. When you disciplined them, they poured out a quiet prayer. As a woman with child about to give birth writhes and cries out in pain, so were we in your presence, O Lord. We were with child. We writhed in pain. But we gave birth to wind. We have given no salvation to the earth, nor brought any life into the world. Your dead will live, their bodies will rise. Awake and sing, you who dwell in the dust. For your dew is like the dew of the morning, and the earth will bring forth her dead. Go, my people, enter your rooms and shut your doors behind you. Hide yourselves a little while until the wrath has passed. For behold, the Lord is coming out of his dwelling to punish the inhabitants of the earth for their iniquity. The earth will reveal her bloodshed and will no longer conceal her slain.